0: Ketanji Brown Jackson Our Latest Supreme Court Nominee A Political Poem The tree of government is triply branched, In three portions split in three segments tranched. Nearest the root is where Congress is housed, Of whose brainless bugs it should be deloused. The branch executive, next in esteem, is led by a dotard whom we must deem diminished, if the case be made quite plain, of a man for whom we've naught but disdain. Climbing up our constitutional tree, we grasp the slight branch of Article Three. Of its worth our founders thought so little they hardly gave it a jot or tittle. But lo, mark well how the times have been changed, The articles shuffled and rearranged, so that, in a flash, the third is the first, the order upended, turned, and reversed. Now we look at with submission and awe, not those who make, but interpret the law. Nine lawyers in gowns of solemn black robed, on whom, regrettably, we have bestowed lifetime appointments. What a strange decree made by a putative democracy. Here is a high caste who fears no removal, deaf to the people's loud disapproval. Upon this third branch alights a new face, one selected for her sex and her race. For the womb she wields, the tint of her skin. Yes, these are the conditions of Joe Biden. Find me a woman, said he to his staff, in a lucid moment before a gaff. One whose X chromosomes, when counted, number two. One whose pigment bears an ebony hue. One whose legal theory matters much less than the female parts that hide neath her dress. One well equipped with vagina and breasts. Don't bother with grades on her law school tests, they're no good measure for true competence for knowing a jurist's jurisprudence. No, such matters are grossly archaic. Just assure me she lacks balls, and a uh, assure me she's black with no hint of white. For, as you know, that pale race is a blight. You hear me, you dog-faced pony soldier? Time is wasting, and I'm getting older. Now go, find this gal, and keep your search short. Bring me a black woman for the high court. So said the man, who's whiter than paper, Feebler than tissue, lighter than vapor, clad in his colorless Scotch-Irish skin, this dismantler of whiteness, Joe Biden. His staff then nodded in happy assent, pleased that their boss would keep his covenant. For did he not promise some years ago that on a black woman he would bestow the appointment? Now the timing was ripe for him to make good on his campaign's hype. All that was needed was an open spot with which he could fill his pick of the lot. At last arrived the opportunity, perhaps, to save his dead presidency. Concluding his service, set to retire, was the forgettable Justice Breyer. For his replacement, a search had begun that led to Miss Katanji Brown Jackson, a woman adorned by every merit a dazzling candidate fit to inherit Steve's chair. But first, she must appear before senators amassed on the chamber floor. Of questions posed to her, there was no lack. Some modest in tone, some pitched to attack. Some were awash in rank sycophancy, while others quizzed her biologically. By New Jersey's finest, Cory Booker, a second-rate dramatist and looker, Brown was eulogized right there on the spot as if by a wine-drunk lachrymose sot. For sobriety, though, in shedding of light, real, honest inquiry in deeper insight, it's not to fawning Democrats we'd turn, but the probing mind of Marcia Blackburn. She spent her brief hour of inquisition asking the judge for a definition, not of laws civil, criminal, nor common, but of that bewildering thing called woman. What is a woman? The senator asked, her true purpose veiled and innocence masked, for she knew by asking she'd set a trap round which at most Miss Brown Jackson would tap, but tap she would not. She declined instead to speak the blunt, obvious truth in her head, to announce right there unequivocally there's quite a large difference between he and she, that the two in kind are rather unique and not at all veiled in gendered mystique that a male, well-muscled, burly and strong, has between his thighs an organ that's long, that, when aroused, stretches up to the sky, stirred by his giddy chromosomal why, and that, for the sex that's dainty and fair, no such erection encounters the air, no rising phallus full swollen with glee, no, she wears her passion with more subtlety, forsooth it more oft goes undetected, a light unlit, tower unerected. But on Miss Brown Jackson all this was lost, as she remained terse no matter the cost. To Blackburn's question her answer was brief, yet so long on nonsense it beggars belief. What is a woman, Miss Brown, do you know? To which the judge sheepishly answered, No. Of sex, I fear, I've not quite got the gist. What do I look like? A biologist? A master of such inscrutable arts as where a male ends and a female starts? Tis a complex field in which I am unschooled, by which all are misled and many fooled. (laughs) Sadly, I lack the keen erudition to probe this dense, impregnable question. You ask if a woman I can define. I haven't the answer. I'll have to decline. Thus saith Brown, our new justice supreme whose radical bent straight charms can't redeem. So as to avoid my speaking amiss, I'll end my importunate poem with this, by failing to know her biology, Brown's divulged her gross ideology. And with that, dear patrons and cherished subscribers, Thank you very much for listening to this week's political poem. I hope you enjoyed it. Comment below, and be sure to share this with any of your friends. Farewell from Finnerin's Wake.